welcome to another episode of So The Thing Is, where we talk all things relationship, motherhood, business, branding, you name it, we're talking about it over here. It's me, Erica. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so I want to first start by saying that I apologize. I apologize for thinking I could start a podcast and do it like everyone else that I've seen do a podcast and then just put my name on it and turn around and be like, hey guys, here it is. (laughs) And thinking it would resemble me, um, that it would be authentic to me, that it would be pleasing to my audience. And I apologize for that. I apologize for that. More so because how embarrassing of myself, how embarrassing of me to try to mimic others just to be successful when I've been in this game as a creator for 10 years now and I know exactly what it takes and I know who you have to be yourself in order to be successful and I wasn't putting my best foot forward. I was literally trying to mimic everyone that I saw around me, trying to be a replica of all these people who are successful um, and trying to shape myself into that person. And unfortunately, even when I try, I do not fit in the mold. And if I'm going to be completely honest, If you can, you probably can't because it's just all in my head. Hear my dog. It's because he is in timeout and he's been in timeout for a few days off and on because he is like slowly regressing. Apparently, that's what dogs do. He's like in a teenager stage, whatever. Too much TMI. Maybe I shouldn't even put this in the podcast, but it's out there. I don't edit. Um, But yeah, I apologize. I am truly sorry. I tried to be something that I wasn't. And every time I tried to upload a podcast, it was like fighting with myself to put it out there. I also want to apologize to all the people that I've interviewed for this podcast. The whole entire season that I had already wrapped and ready to go. And all I had to do was push play or upload um, for you guys. And I apologize that... I don't have any idea when those episodes are going to come out, if they are going to come out. I think that when I am on my off season, I will release those episodes kind of as like a uh, here's what you didn't get because it wasn't my vibe, but I'm going to give it to you now since like time is standing still type of thing. Um, I just no matter how I try. And what I do, I just have to be me. And, I've, and, and and it's so crazy that this would be the year of me and me saying to myself, Erica, you're going to be authentic to yourself. You're going to put you forward. You're going to put you first. You're going to, you know, do what you want to do. And I come out the gate with a podcast in the 1st of January that is so not me so not me I mean actually I think the first episode was me the first two episodes because they were like me just chatting and I thought who wants to just listen to me chat 
But then I started thinking as I was putting out episodes of me interviewing people, which I really loved the first, the episode three and episode um, four with um, Lonnie. I thought that was like great perspective. We had great conversation. But then as I was about to upload the other episodes, I was just like, Slim, this is not you. Like, E, seriously? Seriously? Is this who you really are? And it's not. It's not that I don't want to highlight tips and tricks on businesses and working moms and all that stuff. Like, all that's cool. And I want to highlight that and I want to share that. But what I really want is a safe space. And what I really want is to be able to get on here and say the things that I feel like people aren't going to say because they're so scared to say it. Because as moms, we can't we, we can't say certain things like you can't say, oh, my God, my kids get on my effing nerves. Like you can't say that because other moms will be like, oh, my God, you think you think that that's awful. <laughs> like my friend. Um, Sequoia says, like, you can't say stuff like that because they're like, oh, sir, you know, I just, it took me so long to have this child. Well, it didn't take me that long. Actually, I got knocked up on a whim and I had this baby. And guess what? Guess what? It's been a shit show. So, I mean, that's what I wanted this podcast to be. I wanted it to be me being able to take my rants to another level that I can't really do on Instagram because Instagram is kid friendly and I am mommy planner and I am all the things that you're supposed to be on Instagram in my own way and that's why I love it that's why I feel like people love me because I am still myself on Instagram too but this is another level of extension of myself this is like me being able to say the thing that you're not supposed to say and In this episode today, I want to talk about the thing that no woman that or no girl that grew up in the 90s is supposed to say. But I'm going to say it because I think it needs to be said. I think that we need to own the fact that the new sex in the city and just like that or whatever you want to call it was trash it was trash i have tried every week every freaking week i have tried to come to the show with an open honest heart and say whatever you put out sjp i'm gonna love it whatever you say today i'm gonna accept it but every single time i sat there for that 26 minutes i kept saying to myself this is garbage do better. I mean, I kept thinking to myself, like, what was the other things that she's put out since Sex in the City? So many good movies. She's been in so many good movies. But then I started thinking about her last show. I don't know if you guys watched it because I'm a huge SJP fan. I love Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. I think she's freaking awesome for sure. I think she's stylish. I think she's all the things. But... What was the show? Divorced? I think that was what it was called. Whatever it is, I think I'm pretty positive it's on HBO too. It's not a bad show. I committed to it. I watched it. It did not it did not continue, so that's where we're going to end with that. That's how it ended. Honestly, this show this Sex in the City reboot I I I don't know, guys. I don't know. Honestly, I wish they would have just did a movie because it was trash. Let's break it down. 
Okay, let's break it down. Samantha, because we got, I mean, come on. First of all, everybody knows if you're in a group of girls, you got to figure out who you are in your group of girls. And it's, I've always been Samantha. I've always been in every group of friends. I'm the Samantha. You know, whatever. Wild, carefree, do my own thing. Love to have a good time, if you know what I mean. Whatever. I'm Samantha. Great. Because me... Samantha would not have shown up for this reboot and I I commend her and she's now in how I met your father which you know I totally get it loved it love her on there love that show actually I'm actually feeling that reboot more than I'm feeling this sex in the city crap Samantha you're smart you're a genius I know there was some other issues but let's just talk about how they talk about Samantha as if she's on the show. They put her in the show as if she is the fourth member of the crew, and she is not. Kill me with her. If you haven't seen the last episode, guess what? Stop here. Pause this. Watch it and come back because there's going to be spoilers. I'm not waiting. You should have watched it. It came out at midnight. Like, come on. Get a grip. It's Sex in the City. You had to give it to at least the last episode before you just came out and said you hate it. Why are you, Carrie, texting Samantha because you're, and you're in Paris? Why? Why? Don't text her unless she's going to get a surprise appearance. Don't text her. Stop the conversation throughout the whole shitty season. Stop talking to her. And then I just feel like let's bring it all the way to Carrie. I mean, should we end with Carrie? Should, we, should I go in on Carrie at the end? Or should I talk about Charlotte? Okay. Let's talk about Charlotte. Charlotte is by far the only genuine cast member that is staying true to herself from Sex in the City. She has grown in the ways that she should have, but and, but she stayed she stayed true to her character throughout. So I appreciate that. She's always been awkward. So even the things about having a black friend, that was that was that's who she's supposed to be. What I do not like about Charlotte is Oh my God, the Botox, the face, your face is trash, like literally trash. I can't even explain how horrible she looks. I mean, I'm just being honest because that's all I can do. All I can do is be honest. And I mean, honestly, her face looks, her face looks horrible. And, and I don't, I don't know. That's, that's what I got. Her face looks horrible. I feel like she's, you know, she was, she was definitely Charlotte with her outfits, you know, very flashy, very like label whore. Okay, I get it. I'm fine with that. I'm just being honest though. I feel like my biggest pet peeve was with Miranda. Okay, let's break Miranda down. First of all, we get it. You're gay in real life. Okay. You're gay in real life, and I'm sure you came back saying Miranda needs to be gay. I feel like, honestly, out of all the characters that I would have wanted to end up being gay, I would have rather have been Carrie. I feel like at least it would have been not so forced, not so, like, annoying. Miranda, in general, in Sex and the City, was always my least favorite character. I mean, she's always been... I feel like she's probably everybody's least favorite. She is, like, the boring friend, the one who is... Oh, God, I will say it. The least attractive. 
That is a really harsh thing to say. But what the, what the heck? So the thing is, she is the least attractive. The thing is, is that ugh, there are your least attractive friends in your group. Ugh, I said it, okay? There is that friend. There is that friend that maybe is not like outwardly ugly. Maybe her like face isn't ugly. But like her clothes, she might not be the best dresser. She might not get like... Shh. Listen, I just hate that I have to be the person that says all the things that no one wants to say. But we all know that we have that friend. I am thinking about that friend that was that I'm thinking about that friend that was in my group in, in high school right now. And in college, I am picturing that person right now. Those people. That's the person. That's Miranda. And of course, like her character should end up being gay because they usually do. Right. But what I'm saying is Miranda was the worst person to be gay because she's the most annoying character in the series. Regardless, past and present, she was the most annoying character. So I hated her. I hated Miranda in the show. I hated that she would hurt Steve the way that she did. Oh, I love Steve. I keep thinking about, like, every time I think about Miranda having to break up with Steve in this season, um... I think about that episode in Sex in the City where they're running to each other on the bridge when she's like, was that or is that the movie? I think it was the the show. Whatever the case, where they're yeah, it's the show, right? They're running to each other on the bridge and she's like realizing that she's in love with him. She wa wipes off the milk from her from her milk mustache and she's like, "Yes, I'm going to meet him on the Brooklyn Bridge because I want to be with him." And then sus now you want to go and get played by Shay? Mind you, I can't even look at her and take her seriously because of Grey's Anatomy. I mean, like, I feel like she's she is the character that she plays. In every show that I've ever watched, she's always wishy-washy in relationships. Sex, I mean, in this on this show and in Grey's Anatomy. Matter of fact, in Grey's Anatomy, she was like with a man, with a woman, with a girl. Like she's just she's just all around. She was sleep. She's just a messy individual in relationships clearly that's her personality and so Miranda why would you do this to yourself why would you leave Steve hurt Steve oh my god I cried when they were on the episode and he Steve was they were painting the house and Steve was like I will never take this ring off I was just like that's the love that every woman that's watching wants and you want to turn around and be with they them or whatever let's not even get into that that's a, that's a that's a podcast for a whole nother day so hate it i hate it first of all i also hated miranda in the beginning even before it was obvious that she was going to be gay it was obvious that that's where they were going i hated it i hated how she also didn't know how to that she was an alcoholic i hated that she didn't know how to be around black people i hated that she didn't know how to act her freaking age i hated that she didn't know how to be a mother to her son and his dirty girlfriend i hated everything about Miranda. I hated that Miranda had so many freaking issues in just of seven seasons, seven, seven episodes. What it was, how many episodes was it? Seven? Like, how do you have that many issues in like a 30 minute show? How? How sway? It just doesn't even seem possible, but leave it up to Miranda to be that person. Honestly, I hope if there is a season two, because I feel like it's so trash, it should just not even come back. But if there is a season two, Please leave Miranda in L.A. and not even a part of the show. You cannot be, do not come back. Unless you come back, 
dead. Matter of fact, why we ain't kill her off in the first 45 minutes? Okay, so now let's go to Mr. Big. You know, it's cancel season. We got to cancel everybody. Everybody's got to get canceled, right? So you cancel Big because of these allegations. All right. I could already tell you where they said that they weren't going to put him in the final episode. I could already tell you where he was going to be placed. He was going to come in her dreams. He was in the dream. Like he was going to be back in the dream. I would have loved that. Um, huge Mr. Big fan. Actually, probably the best part of the show. Him dying, the best part. Him singing, the best part. His funeral, the best part. Him having been in that dream in the last episode would have been the highlight of the season finale. Honestly, the show would have been nothing without Big. All the other shit that they were doing, miss me with all of that. It could have been... Honestly, they should have just did a movie about the first episode. The first episode should have just been the movie. I, I, don't, I don't see that there would be any problems with that. Because the rest of the episodes, honestly, were trash. I felt like, because I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to hold off on Carrie. Because it's like, I gotta give Carrie, I gotta give her the heat, yo. I gotta give her the heat. Because I'm trying to hold off on her, yo. I'm saving her to the end. Actually, I'm saving the recap for the whole show. Like, why I felt this was a fail, an epic fail for the, enti- for the show as a whole. But I'm, I'm, I'm upset about Mr. Big. I'm also upset about, you know, how they did, um, what was, so Harry, I'm upset about Harry. Not really about Harry. I think with Harry and uh charlotte i feel like both look wise they they should have told them look harry put on some weight because you look you're looking sickly all right he should have put on more weight and then on top of that i feel like she looked like her face like i said she looked gross in the face i've oh and let's talk about their kids what okay honestly i mean like what okay wait what is the kids what are the kids' names their kids are like who are they <laughs> what are their names i don't even remember but i feel like oh rock 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 is the name i feel like rock was a mess i mean she was a real character i liked her actually honestly let me just let me just think on it for a second let me think on it they weren't horrible i think it was because of the fact that charlotte charlotte and harry both looked sickly that i couldn't take i, I just didn't get with I, honestly that should have been the reboot charlotte and harry and their kids that could have been the whole show everybody else sucked i'm i'm, I'm with i'm with that I'm, I'm that's my consensus that everybody else really sucked um and then okay carrie oh carrie 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 honestly the first okay what i will say is the first episode i was surprised i thought yes this is going to be great we have a winner here granted i cried my eyes out the entire time i was so sad to lose big um but i thought carrie did a phenomenal job i mean I do see and I do understand how people were upset that she didn't call the ambulance or call 911 right away. I do understand that. But I also on the flip side understand like if I walked into a room and I saw Corey about to die 
my first thought really is not going to, I mean, it is going to be call 911, but if I, if I look, if I can look into your eyes and see like, this is it for you, I kind of just want to be with you. I don't want to spend my last moments of being with you calling 911. I want to be able to hold you and say, I love you and hug you and cry with you. Like, I want to just be able to be there. So I kind of get that. I mean, and it's TV, so, like, let's be realistic. But I do feel like I even could tell from looking at him, like, this is it. Like, he's done. There's no chance for him. She should be with him in those moments. So I get it. So I wasn't really upset about that. But Carrie, like, the fact that she didn't know how to act on the podcast, she didn't know how to open up. Girl, you opened up your whole vagina in Sex in the City to everybody every week with your monologues. Why is it that you can't be open on this podcast? I really don't understand that. That was kind of annoying every time they talked about it. I also felt like she was a monologue. The whole show, like, I felt like she wasn't... First of all, I felt like she was being very shady. Granted, I would have been shady to... um. I would have been shady to Miranda, too, because, like, it's Miranda and she's annoying. But I felt like that's not how Carrie would have been in Sex in the City. I feel like in Sex in the City, Carrie would have called her out, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, she did do that, but I felt like it wasn't in the real Carrie Bradshaw way. I felt like, I mean, of course we missed Sir, Sir, um, Samantha. I felt like Samantha, well, I don't know. Samantha probably would have been like, wow, yes, men and women, get it. But I also feel like, I, f- I just feel like Carrie should have been like, get your life. And I feel like they everybody was so scared to like say that to Miranda. Like they were saying it, but not like they would have in the 90s, okay? So then I also feel like, Carrie wasn't being authentic to her to her character when like I don't know if this makes sense but like when she was dating that guy like even the first two dates okay so the first date was super authentic to Carrie the fact that they threw up all of that stuff that was like Carrie Bradshaw how we know her the second date when she showed up and she couldn't take off the ring I feel like that was that was like soft I feel like she I feel like she should have in the I feel like in the show it would have given us more like either in like Sex in the City she would have done that and then got in a cab and there would have been another guy like I just feel like it wasn't enough of her dating like I feel like you it's six months give us old Carrie I don't want to wait until the last episode for you to make out ugly ugly make out let's just let's just address that that elevator make out was trash you're going to now ugly make out with this guy who is like, I mean, he was hot. Let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. He was definitely hot. But why did it take you a whole year to do that? Now, I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it that it's been a year. Your husband is like, let him, let him, let him rest. I get that part. But we're talking about Carrie. We're talking about the whole synopsis of the show is that you get in some, you're dating. Like, that's the whole point of the show. Like, I just felt like it wasn't given enough. Like, I felt like she should have been on more dates. Like, okay, I get it, the guy. So after you threw up on the guy, why didn't you go out with another guy? Why wasn't you back on the market? Like, I just, I don't know. I just felt like her character was so stagnant for so many episodes. It was annoying me. Annoying me so hard. 
I also feel like she didn't care about her friends as much as she used to. I just feel like she didn't rock out with them. I feel like there were so many things going on. Like, she never really talked about the rock situation. And she never really talked about Miranda. I feel like she, you know, the only person that she, that she was invested into their friendship was Samantha. And Samantha wasn't even on the damn show. Annoying. I just feel like she was annoying the entire time. But because of who she is, you just love to hate her this this ep this season. I also feel like I would like I said I would have loved to have seen her show us the not so sad version. I mean, like I feel like that's the obvious way to like be like Mr. Big is dead, so I'm gonna be sad for the entire season. Like that's the obvious one, right? I feel like. I would have rather her been like have this whole light flickering situation happen in episode three and then we could move on and you know what I'm saying like she had been on like her seventh date or something. Also love the fact that she's back in her old apartment because I just think you know Sex and the City fans I just appreciate that. I don't know how much I love all these new characters. Um, I Okay. Let's just break this part down. I think that the that the show is too progressive. And I shouldn't even say it's too progressive because, like, it's a normal amount of progressive. But I feel like they try to shove progressive down our throats. Oh, let's put two black friends in here. Let's put an Indian girl in here. Let's then add gays, bi- bisexuals, transgenders, uh, Jewish, like, like what I just feel like it is a lot a lot everything like the first two episodes were giving me like anxiety like I felt like I was getting all of the 2000s all 2020s like in one up I was just it was too much I was I was getting like COVID down my throat black down my throat Jewish transgender all of it it was like I was eating a spoonful of like acceptance and I get it I get it because I mean like yeah let's accept everybody but Jesus Christ can we just get one at a time I'm, I can't take it all in I'm just tr- I'm still trying to figure out where the fuck Samantha is and like I just can't do it I can't do it I just it was literally driving me insane that every time I watched an episode it was like they were shoving Black Lives Matter and okay not even just that it was all the subliminal things like okay so now you're you guys are wearing like black designers which i for the purposes of the show doing its part in supporting and bringing culture to the show kudos i mean like i appreciate that like i love that but from the perspective of how they did it i just hated how they did it it was so obvious that they sat in a room and said we have to diversify this show and then they were like, yeah, let's diversify this show. And then let's throw it all in their face in the first seven episodes. And then on the last episode, let's be like, what the fuck is this show about? That's what I felt like I got. <clears throat> That's what I felt like this whole season was. It was like diversity, diversity, diversity. What the fuck just happened? She kissed some random guy in the elevator and it looked sloppy. See ya, season two. What? 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 Sex in the City, do better. I mean, freaking Emily in Paris is doing better than Sex in the, this Sex in the City reboot. And that's saying a lot. 
Because Emily in Paris is, I mean, it's good. It's a good show, but it's corny as hell. Like, it is corny. It's corny. Like, if we want to really break down, like, how good it is. The first season, great. The second season, I mean, if it wasn't for that hot black guy, it would be corny. I'm just kind of like, <sighs> will I watch the season two if it makes it to season two? There's a high chance that it's not coming back. But if it makes it to a season two, will I watch it? Yes. Only reason why I will watch it is because maybe it will be like they got all of the backlog out. Because at first I was like, okay, the first two seasons, the first two episodes, they're just giving us all this back information about where everybody is, what's going on. I get it. I get it. You have to plug us in. But Jesus Christ, could you have done it better? But then it's like every episode, they're still giving us backlog. They're still like making us catch up. Like it's like they're just, it's like I'm, you know how like you read a book and when you're reading a book, they have to, you have to read the book and the author has to describe every single thing that's happening around you because it, the author wants you to feel like you're in the room. Well, when you're watching a TV show, you don't need every little single detail described to you because a uh, ding dong, I can see it. I don't need to know that you're the only white person in the room. You don't have to say, wow, I'm the only white person in the room. No shit, Sherlock. We see that you're the only white person in the room. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? It doesn't have to be said out loud. Certain things I feel like in this show was just like out and outwardly said when it was obvious that that's what was going on. I don't know. Like, you didn't have to say, I'm diversifying my friend group. We could just see that the friend group this season, this series is diversified. We didn't actually need you to say that out loud. Like, we got it. We didn't even need you to say, like, I didn't even need to know all the things about, like, Miranda and her son and their relationship and, like, how progressive they were. Like, all of that, like, that whole the whole situation with her son and his girlfriend was just like unnecessary, un irrelevant to the show. Like, who cares? Um, I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was such a busy season that I feel like I would watch season two because maybe it would be like less busy and normal. So I would give it another go. But I must say that I mean, if I was a newcomer, like all the people who were young and dumb and or like not born and didn't get to watch Sex in the City and have no clue of how great that show was in that, in that time that it was came out, like that show was like the thing about the thing about it is Sex in the City was so progressive when it came out that I feel like they're trying to be so progressive now, but I mean like it's 2022 like you can't get more progressive than than I don't I mean I don't even know what's next to happen in the next 10 years. I mean, what? Are there going to be people marrying horses and and like wild shit? I have no clue. But there is no further idea in my mind of how much further can we go as a society? Like we're here. You guys don't have to show us progressive. We get it. 
Like, we are all progressive. The world has progressed, okay? You can just stop putting it in our face. We got it. Because it now just doesn't even seem like it's authentic. It seems like you guys sat in a meeting and with all, which I'm sure the room was all white, and read, oh, we should probably diversify this shit. Oh, yeah, we should. Okay. And now here we are. I mean, I get it. I guess. I don't know. I'm over it. I, like... I, I think I think everything is progressive, and sometimes I just want to watch a normal show. And I shouldn't even say normal because I'm pretty sure that's politically incorrect. But I'm just saying, like, I don't need you to talk about all the stuff behind being gay. Like, gay is normal now. Just let the person be gay in the show. We don't need to talk about the fact that they're gay. Like, I don't need to keep dwindling over Miranda's confusion of her sexuality every single episode it's like either you're gonna be with women or you're not i don't even to be honest i don't really care because you're trash regardless like that's how i feel about it i wonder if this episode is offensive i've definitely called one of your friends ugly i definitely said that the show was trash i know that's going to get hate and I also said that I'm tired of progressiveness. Okay, listen, whatever. Maybe maybe this is not what I'm supposed to say, but I mean, so the thing is, this is who I am. Like, I'm just going to say what I need to say because you guys are thinking it. You're just not saying it out loud. So I'm just going to say what I need to say. And what I'm saying today is this show, if I had to give it a rating, like four stars, I would have to give it one and a half just off the strength of Sex in the City. That's one star and a half because if it wasn't for Charlotte, the show would have tanked. That's just how I feel. Oh, and the fashion. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it two. I'll give it two stars because of the fashion. Even though actually the fashion. Thank God for the black women that were in the show because I mean we got people like Miranda whose fashion choices are always trash. And then we got like Charlotte who's always just the label whore. You can see what she's wearing from a mile away. Carrie never disappoints. And then we have all the new black cast members who looked great. All all of all the new cast members looked awesome, I must say. I must say. But yes, that's my take on the show if you haven't watched it yet i mean don't waste your time it's probably not so much for tuning into today's episode we hope you come back and if you loved us like it share it subscribe comment do all the things and if you're looking for mommy content you can find me on instagram at at mom.e.planner and if you're looking to shop my amazing cleaning products you can find those on instagram as well at mom.e.clean and check out all the things on my website www.mommyclean.com see you next time